Hello, this is Timmy Black, and welcome again to another episode of The Lives of Contemporary Artists. You'll be happy to know that this broadcast is brought to you today by Civilitas, the fully automated social media management tool that grants you the privilege to disengage. Forbes magazine names Civilitas one of the top 750 new apps to watch in 2019, and Wired described it as, quote, the self-driving car of the Snapchat generation. Civilitas, dedicated to your amicable divorce from your device. Wow. Honestly, honestly, I, I never thought I'd see the day where we, where I, where we, where I, Timmy Black, would be able to say without irony and without willful misdirection the phrase this broadcast is brought to you by, <laughs> I guess we have arrived. Yes, on, on, on some level, we have arrived. The lives of contemporary artists has gone legit. And now we're supported or, or, or partially supported or, or partially subsidized, at least for now, by a sponsor, a paid sponsor. And, and by the way, we're looking for, for more, for more sponsors, for more paid sponsors. Our, our marketing department, also known as my nephew Gary and his girlfriend Laura J, our marketing department. Our marketing department thinks, uh, thinks our numbers are pretty impressive. They're, they're, they're pretty good and our rates are still low for now. So advertisers, our listeners may not be the most affluent, but they are nonetheless influential. Our marketing department is standing by and ready to take your call. Now, the matter at hand, the podcast. Remember the podcast. Let's see. Today, today, today I'd like to talk about something that may strike many of my listeners as a charming art world anachronism. I'm referring here, of course, to that interesting and lovely old-timey profession of art modeling. <laughs> many of you may be surprised to learn that in our thriving age of digital reproduction, the quaint practice of what's called figure drawing is still alive and well in many of our most esteemed art schools. Yes, believe it or not, students are still required to master or at least attempt to master the art of rendering a stationary um, human being frozen in what might seem like a contrived or even histrionic pose that reminds at least this podcaster of those dreary middle school museum trips where doting, well-meaning docents would drag us to the dungeons of Greek and Roman statuary. But yes, this sort of thing still goes on. And as a result, art modeling, like like, like, like bartending and waiting tables, and I suppose teaching, remains the type of vocation one pursues while, well, while waiting for something better. 
Unless, of course, it isn't. Unless, of course, it isn't. Unless, of course, you are like the brilliant concert pianist, Philippa Gregory. Gregory, for those of you who are not music mavens, Gregory is best known as one of the foremost interpreters of those 24 miniature masterpieces known as Chopin's Preludes. And for those interested, a great recording of this can be found at any discerning record store under the title Chopin's Preludes Live at Splendidas Hall. And that's a Telmus record uh, recording from, I think, 1999. I, I have it somewhere. It, it's really sublime. Anyway, Philippa, you see, when she isn't touring and when she isn't in the recording studio, she likes to take a break, get this, and moonlights as an artist's model. Funny, right? I saw this, um, this profile in the, in the Wall Street Journal uh, recently when she was asked in this profile to explain this uh, superfluous day job. She, she simply said that as a musician, she loves the soft, swift, percussive sound of charcoal rubbing against the grainy sheets of cheap newsprint. And she added, she especially enjoys it when she's naked and motionless and vulnerable to the slightest change in, in room temperature. Go figure, right? Well, in that light, it's no surprise that Gregory is the subject and perhaps even the object of Wendy Max Venedico's latest series of works entitled Lagrime. Maybe you've seen that. You, you may recall that Venedico is one of Europe's most esteemed, I mean, figurative artists. Uh, she still paints people and nudes and things like that. And, 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 uh, the story goes that they met a few years ago in Madrid. The, the both of them were at a, a dinner party hosted by the legendary saloon singer Baku Epstein. And, and they knew each other by reputation only. They had never met before, but they were immediately struck by how many people they had in common. It's a small world, that Euro art, culture, entertainment, world lit. Anyway, Venedico was in town delivering a series of talks at the Prado, something about something about 7th century uh, BC Etruscan Cantharos, you know, those 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 vases or 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 is it pronounced vases? I don't know. Anyway, Venedico is famous for describing those high curving vertical handles. Uh, she calls them les seins d'une grand-mère or, or something like that. Anyway, Philippa Gregory was in Madrid recording Satie's Vexations with, with a gypsy punk band called Armaya. And, 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 and when they met uh, uh, um, at the dinner party, they, they hit it off right away. Now, if you're to believe Wendy Max, she said she was first drawn to Philippa because she sensed in the pianist this, this strange, erotic void. 
It, it was as if her body hovered somewhere outside of her, and that she existed almost like a like a neutral vessel for 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 sweat and for oxygen and for 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 hair. She was she was mystified, and knowing about Philippa's peculiar hobby, insisted that they try to work together on some project as artist and model. And and it took years. It took years, literally, to coordinate their their their, their difficult schedules. But but thanks to a grant from the French Ministry, I think it was the Department of Archived Musical Scores and Libretti, something like that. Anyway, Venedico and Gregory were able to put all their projects aside for about two months or so to complete this amazing, this really amazing collaboration. And I met with uh, Wendy Max Venedico in Paris recently, and, and we, were, we were sharing a, a beautiful plate of marinated olives in a, in a more than reasonable Bourgogne Blanc. She, she, was, she, she was explaining to me this, 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 this relationship, and, 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 and she told me this. She said, it's one thing to pay an art model, but it's, but it's quite another thing when an amateur insists on taking their clothes off without scruple and without shame. She said that in, in cases like these, and they're rare, sensuality is reduced into something clinical, something mannered, something, something burlesque. And, 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 and interestingly enough, the, the traditional frisson between artist and, and motif is altered beyond any conventional recognition. <laughs> she said it was like it was like the Garden of Eden, except without Eve. Right. I I, I can see her point, I, I guess. I think. I don't know. Anyway. Anyway, that's about all the juicy gossip I have time for now, but Please, 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 please join me again next time when we'll discuss the impact of evangelical messianism on this year's Art Basel Miami. Just kidding. <laughs> Sometimes we, we kid on the lives of contemporary artists. <laughs> <laughs>